Podcast Network Asia. Proverbs chapter 30 verses 2 to 3. Sinabi doon, Surely I am only a brute beast, not a man. I do not have human understanding. I have not learned wisdom, nor have I attained to the knowledge of the Holy One. And what he considers, or okay, what God considers beast or animal is a person who has no knowledge and understanding of God and His Word. Diba minsan, itong salitang to parang kahit nga sa kapitbahay naririnig natin, diba? Pinatawag natin animal. Ayop ka! Ayop ka! H-A-Y-O-P ka! Parang ganun. Kaya naman ako sinabi kayong buo. Siya inabrigate. Kasi diba mas... Gusto niyo ba mag-start ako? <laughs> oh, teka lang guys. Ito na yung pinaka-cute na beast to. Oh. Oh. Hello, Doritos! Hey, Doritos! Welcome to another episode of the Narador Podcast. It is episode 142. This is number 26 on this series called Road to Revelation. Hey, Tina Ryan! Why are you all made up today? What's going on? I just came from an event. Do I look oh, like arte. a arte? Arte, Kasi naka ano, pag naka-makeup ako, oh. di ba feeling girly, guys? Pero 12 hours na siya sa pesko. Well, hours? Hindi na ako nag- Honestly, akala ko, kakagising mo lang eh. Yes. Woke up like that. Kakagising. Kakagising with purple eyeshadow. I woke up like that. But yeah, Brother Jay's back, Tina. This is the Welcome first time you guys are seeing each other. Yeah. Brother Jay, naarawan ka ba? Parang hindi. <laughs> Ay, sunog na sunog ako. Di lang, ano, sobrang sunog namin. Si Viv. Take it dala. off. Take it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, welcome back. We missed you, Brother Jay Paul. Yeah, Hi, si Tina birds. na miss ko. And then Hi, Tina. Abby, and Sabi's looking really nice tonight, you guys. <laughs> Yes, everyone is looking very nice. You'd know that if you joined us on YouTube, although we are also on Spotify. Burns Okasi is here. He is the creator and host of Unboxing Catholicism. Brother J. Paul Hernandez is lay preacher at The Feast. And instructor Abby Saget is instructor at New Heaven and New Earth. Okay, so we did, while you were away, Tina, we talked about sea fishermen, net fish, and ship. Ah. Yeah, we must you missed out on that one, but we're I think moving on to this. This is an exciting one, Insta Abby, because this has to do with the beast that we see in the book of Revelation, right? The one with the seven heads and ten oh, seven heads and ten horns, yes. And I think this is one of the reasons why people think of the book of Revelation as something that's very scary. They don't want to touch it, they don't want to read it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. What what are, what are your initial thoughts on this beast with seven heads and ten horns, guys? Hindi nakakatakot nga siya. Oh, ano? Hindi siya symmetrical. Parang di proportionate. <laughs> parang parang nakakainis, no? Sana, like, couldn't you make it an even eight horns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Ten horns. I mean, sorry, eight heads, ten horns, that kind yeah. of thing. Seven oh, pa talaga. So, parang siyang weird mutation. That's my, yeah. how my imagination is. Right, right. What about you, Burns? Like, what are your thoughts on this? Well, it's really scary. <laughs> I remember mm-hmm. when I was still uh, parang baby Catholic way back then. And then when I became a Protestant, the book of Revelation has always fascinated me. Even until now, I continuously try to unbox it. We just finished a series in that, in Unboxing Catholicism. And then oh. the Beast is really scary. 
you know, and we have to really avoid it at all costs. So you guys what? talked about that on your series. Yeah, oh, we we touched on that, and then the plan is to what we did in unboxing Catholicism is per episode. No, we allotted at least two to three hours per episode, including the Q and A, and then I invited a Catholic friend who's also a book author who studied the Book of Revelation formally mm-hmm. in theology, and then we had a couple of episodes co- covering all the books of Revelation, parang overview lang. Right. Oh. So I guess today we're going to get a glimpse into what New Heaven and New Earth's understanding is of this beast and who knows what else will come up. So Insta Abby, Beast, Head, Horn, and Tail. Ang haba ulit ng title natin. Beast, Head, Horn, and Tail. Beast, Head, Horn, Tail. What makes man different to animals? <laughs> yes, Burns, okay. please. I, I think for me, man is different from animals because we have an intellect no, and will. Yes. We have freedom. We can choose. We can love. Yes. Mm-hmm. And spirit. Okay. Don't forget spirit. Five points. Five points. Mm. Five points. True, true, true. <laughs> Okay, beast or an animal act through mere instincts lang naman talaga. Na tuturuan, yan, kasi mga pet lover tayo, di ba? Lalo na si uh-huh. Tina! Tina is! <laughs> yes, fur mom. Resident fur mom. Yeah. But in the Bible, beasts or animals are being used in two different ways. First, in a moral way of teaching and second, in a prophecy. The true meaning of the figurative beast in instructional message or in a moral way is a person who does not know nor understand God and His Word. So, titignan natin yun. I-verify natin gamit yung mga references. A physical beast or animal cannot understand the words of a person. Yes, pwede natin turuan, but technically, lahat ng hayop, hindi naman talaga nakakaunawa. Nor can they speak words like person. The figurative beast is one who looks like a person yet does not understand God's word no matter how much they hear it. So conversely, one who knows God and his word meaning someone who has perceived it is what we call man in the in the Bible. Proverbs chapter 30 verses 2 to 3. Sinabi don surely I am only a brute beast, not a man. I do not have human understanding. I have not learned wisdom, nor have I attained to the knowledge of the Holy One. So, sino yung Holy One na tinutukoy dun? Of course, our God. At tinuring niya yung sarili niya na brute beast, not a human. In Psalms chapter 49 verse 20, same lang din naman yung content niya. Pero sinabi dun, uh, very uh, easy to understand na a man without understanding is like the beast that perish. So, tinawag na beast or animals ang mga tao na walang understanding kanino sa ating Diyos at sa kanyang salita. Kaya si Jesus, di ba, anong tawag sa kanya? Son of man. Because he has the pure, the true understanding, knowledge, and wisdom about God and God's word. In Jude chapter 1 verse 10, dinescribe din dito, people are likened to unreasoning animals those who persecute what they do not understand. 
So those who are doing the work of persecution because they lack of understanding, tinukoy sila dito na unreasoning animals. So in short, in God's eye, what he considers man is a person who has knowledge and understanding of God. That's why Jesus was called, katulad, nabangit ko kanina, as son of man. Other than dun sa prophecy din kay Ezekiel, kasi si Ezekiel tinawag na son of man. So as a fulfillment noon time ng first coming, si Jesus tinawag din na son of man. Para makita natin, ano ba yung pinagawa ng Diyos kay Ezekiel dun sa prophecy? At paano yung tinupad ni Jesus at the time ng fulfillment? Kaya tinawag siya na son of man, even though siya naman talaga ay anak ng Diyos. And what he considers, or okay, What God considers beast or animal is a person who has no knowledge and understanding of God and His Word. Diba minsan, itong salitang to, parang kahit nga sa kapitbahay naririnig natin, diba? Tinatawag nating animal. May mga Ayop ka! Ayop ka! Ah, H-A-Y-O-P ka! Parang ganun. Kaya naman ako sinabi ko yung buo. Siya inabrivate. Gusto niya ba mag-start ako? Huwag na, huwag na. No, we usually hear yung salitang yon na ginagamit sa isang tao kapag yung asal niya ay parang animal. Hmm, diba? So, ginagamit din talaga siya. So, in a moral way of teaching, yun yun. But if animals are used in prophecies, ito ay makakategorize natin into three kinds based on who they belong to and their roles. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 1 to 3, sinabi doon concerning kasi ito patungkol sa prophecy ginamit, gagamitin natin yung animals or beast gamit ng prophecy. Sinabi dito concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him, we ask you brothers not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by some prophecy, report or letter supposed to have come from us saying that the day of the Lord has already come. So wag basta maniwala na dumating na ang ating Panginoon. What Jesus. verse is that again? At, um, Second Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 1 to 3. And then verse 3 sinabi doon, Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come. So anong araw yung tinutukoy doon? Yung pagdating ng ating Panginoon Jesus. Hindi ito darating hanggat, sinabi doon, until the rebellion occurs. And the man of lawlessness is revealed the man doomed to destruction. So sinabi doon, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, or the coming of the, yeah, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ is referring to His second coming. And when He comes, ano ba yung dala? Ano ba yung event na mangyayari kapag dumating ang ating Panginoong Jesus? According judgment. To, oh, sorry. Yes, true. Totoo po. Kasama po yan, judgment. Pero ano po talaga yung taglay-taglay ni Jesus kapag dumating siya? Hebrews, yes, Hebrews chapter 9 verse 28, sinabi doon, He will appear a second time not to bear sin but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for Him. So anong dala ni Jesus? Salvation. So concerning the coming of the Lord which is salvation, sinabi doon, it will not come until rebellion occurs. So meron munang mangyayaring rebellion and or in another term, betrayal. Meaning there is an event of betrayal first. And then destruction. Sinabi, man doomed to destruction. So kasunod ay destruction. Bakit magbibigay ng destruction? Alam natin kung mayroong betrayal and the people did not repent, then sila'y mabibigyan ng destruction and then darating yung salvation. So merong betrayal, destruction, and salvation 
kapag dumating ang ating Panginoong Yesus. So based on this, we can categorize the three kinds of bees or animals in the prophecies. Betrayers group, destroyers group, and saviors group. Kasi maraming animals talaga na ginamit dito sa loob ng Biblia, lalo na kapag prophecy. First, tingnan natin yung figurative bees referring to the betrayers. Pag sinabi natin betrayers, sino yung gagawa nito? Those who belong uh, to God or not belong to God? Oh, the ones who... No, those who belonged, but then yes. they turned away. That's why they betrayed. Ah, betrayer. Oh, okay. Yes. Right? Believers uh-huh. and believers. Parang ex mo na Believers. Believers. So when we say betrayers, <laughs> when we say betrayers, they were once belonged to God, but they became possession of Satan because of their betrayal. For example, in Isaiah chapter 56, sorry, verses 9 to 11, meron tinawag dito sa prophecy na mute dogs. Mute dogs. At sinabi doon, they're like shepherds who are supposed to lead the sheep, but it says they lack understanding. So kapag mute dogs, di ba yung aso, kinakailangan sila kapag may may danger, sila yung unang tatahol. Yung Is that what Kobe does? Is that what Kobe does, Tina? He barks at everything in the Abbey. Except he's not mute. Except me. Oh yeah, Kobe oh, really likes Brother J. Yeah, Kobe, yeah that's oh. true. <laughs> Pero dito mute dogs. So sino tong mga to? Sinabi shepherds, pastol. They are the ones leading the sheep, leading the chosen people. So ito yung prophecy. Pero paano ito nagkaroon ng katuparan at the time pa rin ng first coming? So even in 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 20 to 22, sinabi dito, those people who have escaped the corruption of the world and are again entangled in it and are overcome, they are like dogs who return to its vomit and a pig that is washed returns to her wallowing in the mud. So bakit ginamit yung dogs and pigs? Kasi yung aso, kapag sumuka siya, anong gagawin niya? Kakainin niya minsan ulit. Depende din. <laughs> On what? Hindi kasi okay. kung masarap oh. yung kinain niya. Oo, oh, promise. <laughs> Nakalimutan niya yung lasa. Oo, oh, kasi meat talaga, promise guys. I mean, I would oh. know I've taken care of too many dogs. Believe me. So yun din, ganun din ginamit yun sa mga tao na okay na eh. They already escaped from the corruption of the world. And through Jesus Christ, nag- nagkaroon na sila ng faith. But again, tumadikod sila. So it's like a dog who returns to its vomit. vomit. At yung uh, baboy, kahit liguan na at linisan yan, babalik pa rin sa putik. Yeah. Kaya ginamit din siya figuratively in Revelation 22.15 na outside the city are the dogs. So hindi literal dogs. Of course, kung tayo pet lovers, gusto natin kasama natin yung mga aso. Pero yung dogs na tinutukoy dito ay hindi literal. Of course, ito ay spiritual yung ibig sabihin nito. So who are they? The people who once belonged to God but later betrayed Him are figuratively referred to as dogs, pigs, lost sheep. Ito yung mga ginamit inside the Bible. Then tingnan natin yung second group, the beast or animals referring to the destroyers. Pag sinabing destroyers, meaning they really belong to the enemy. 
and their actions will prove it. Anong gagawin nila? They will destroy the work of God. Pero ang nakakalungkot doon, hindi po nila yun alam. Honestly, hindi nila alam that they are destroying the work of God. Oh. Yung mga taong ginagamit ng kaaway. For example, um, yung example ng mga animals in the Bible na belong dito sa destroyers group, Genesis chapter 3 verse 1, merong serpent. At gamit yung serpent na yun na deceive si Eve para magkasala din si, si Adan. At alam natin kung sino yung serpent. Si Satan, Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. At a time so, of the first... Sana insta-abi, ako yun nung grade 6. Ginawa nila ako serpent. Hindi <laughs> mayroon Actually, kalimutan. Ang okay, naisip ko na lang, Tina, ito eh. Buti na lang hindi sa sa Pilipinas ginawa yung nangyari yan. Kasi yung serpent, kinain ng Pinoy eh. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But... Go ahead and sa Abby. I'm sorry to cut yeah. you off. Thank you guys. Nailabas din natin. Please continue. <laughs> okay. At the time ng first coming, katulad nung nababanggit na rin natin, yeah, the leaders were referred to as snakes. Bakit? Kailangan ting unawain, ano ba yung intention ni Jesus? Hindi para sila ay siraan, para i-judge ng basta-basta lang, kundi para ipaalam kung ano ba yung actions na ginagawa nila. So, anong ginagawa ng mga leaders at that time? Bakit sila tinawag na snakes? Because with their sting or poison, which is their false teachings, they were killing the spirits of the chosen people. Even in Matthew chapter 7, verse 15, Jesus referred the false teachers as wolves in sheep's, sheep's clothing. clothing. So, bakit wolves? Ano ba yung action ng wolves? They oh. devour the sheep. They yeah. devour. Yes, nag-devour sila. Ah, so, anong ginagawa nitong mga leaders? They are devouring the chosen spirit. people. Their spirit. Gamit ng false teachings. Pero so, in sabi, let's be clear, hindi nila alam, di ba? Yes, hindi naman nila alam because they were thinking na tama lang yung ginagawa nila. Even yung pag-persecute kay Jesus and sa disciples, sa mga sumusunod kay Jesus. John 16, sinabi din ni Jesus yun sa mga disciples na darating yung time na papatay nila kayo thinking that they are offering service to God. Sabi niyo oh. isn't, Yes. Isn't that basically what deception is? You think you're yes. doing the right thing but you're not. That is deception. That is deception. So those who belong to the enemy and persecute, curse, condemn God's people are figuratively compared to wild beasts such as snakes, dragons, lions, bears, leopards, ano pa mga ginamit sa Bible? Monsters, vipers, scorpions, and even locust. Anong ginagawa ng locust? Yeah. They, what's the word? They destroy the crop. Right? They will like raise <laughs> through. Yeah. Yes, uh. they destroy the crops. And yeah. in Isaiah chapter 5, the vineyard and the garden of God are his chosen people. At merong mga locus na pumasok. And oh. they destroyed the vineyard of God. So, ito ay hindi physical na no, vineyard or garden pero tumutukoy sa chosen people of God in verse 7. At itong locus na ito ay ginagamit ng kaaway to destroy the chosen people. Oh. So the third one or the last group, ito yung figurative beast referring to the Savior. So meaning mm. this group really belongs to God and they are doing the work of God. In John chapter 1 verse 29, alam na alam natin to si Jesus tinawag siya na Lamb of God. God. 
Yes, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7, tinawag siya na Passover lamb. Yeah. And even yung mga workers of God, tinawag sila na oxen, God's oxen in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 9 and 10. So ano may ginagawa ng ox? Nagtatrabaho. Tumutulong. Yes, it's used in the field. Araro. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Araro, araro. Araro. Kumakain ako ng oxtail. Sarap yun eh. Ito yung balik ka rin, diba? Yeah. 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 field. So, magbimake sense siya kasi naiintindihan na natin what is the meaning of the figurative field. Mm-hmm. A person's heart. person's heart. So, ano yung ginagawa ng ox? Pinaplaw niya yung heart ng mga tao. Gamit ang alin, gamit yung salita ng Diyos. So, the good shepherd and righteous believers who belong to God and sincerely follow God's word are figuratively compared to gentle domestic animals such as sheep, oxen, horses, yan, etc. Kasi yung mga horses, ginamit din siya even in the book of Revelation. So, next and last, the head, horn, and tail. So, nakita natin yung beast Figuratively, pag ginamit ito sa moral way of teaching, one who does not understand the word of God, and in a prophecy, pwede ito makategorize into three. Pero ngayon, tingnan natin yung head, horn, and tail. So, physical characteristics, yung head, it controls, in contro- it controls, it, um, siya nagbibigay ng commands, at siya nag-govern sa entire body. Yung sungay, attach ito sa head, it shows authority at ginagamit din siya as a weapon kapag merong battle. Yung tail naman, yes, of course, attached, attached naman to sa back end of the body of an animal and follows the head. So kung saan pupunta ang head, of course, nandun yung Kasama yung tail. Kaya diba, oh, oh. sinasabi pa, buntot, buntot. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. So in Isaiah chapter 29, verse 10, yung head is the leader. No, like a shepherd or a pastor who leads a church. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23, na alam na alam natin na si Jesus yung head of the church. So, ginagamit yung head uh, figuratively para tukuyin yung leader. And in Revelation chapter 13, there is a beast with seven heads and ten horns, meaning this beast is composed of seven leaders or seven pastors Pero hindi ito belong sa Diyos kasi nakakalungkot because it, it was mentioned in verse 2, I think, na sinabi doon na yung power, throne, and authority nitong beast na to ay nanggaling sa dragon. So, sino yung dragon? Satan. Satan. So, how about the horns? Horn is referring to authority figure. like galamay ni Satan. Yes, who belong, belong din sila sa head. Parang additional power or authority ng head. And even si Jesus, alam ba natin na meron siyang sungay? In the book of Revelation, it says, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Revelation chapter 5 verse 6, sinabi doon, the lamb has seven eyes and seven horns. Meron ding sungay. We talked about the, the seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God na pinapadala niya dito sa lupa. At alam natin na yung spirits ay gumagamit ng flesh to carry out God's commands and will. So itong seven horns are people used by the spirits of God because they belong to Jesus. Revelation 5 verse 6, yung lamb merong seven eyes, just the seven spirits, and then seven horns, ito yung mga tao na gagamitin ng, ng spirit. So in the same manner, there are horns that belong to Satan also. 
Kasi in Revelation 13, yung seven heads ay merong ten horns. So in Revelation chapter 17, verse 12, it was explained that the ten horns attached to the seven heads of the beast are the kings without kingdom. So anong ibig sabihin nun? If the heads are the leaders or the pastors, their kingdoms are their churches. Mm-hmm. But these ten horns do not have kingdoms. Ibig sabihin, they just belong to the seven heads, to the seven leaders. So lastly, yung tail, yung buntot. Simple lang, yan isang reference lang na magpuprove kung anong ibig sabihin nito. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 15. Sinabi doon, false prophets or false teachers are the tails. So, ito yung head, horn, and tail. Yeah, ito yung introduction ng for us to yeah, understand the book of Revelation na hindi ito literal na halimaw. Kasi isipin natin, kung yun ay literal na halimaw and then it's been hidden for 2,000 years sa dagat, pero yung itsura niya ay pang land animals. So, logically, hindi mabubuhay yung land animals sa ilalim ng dagat. But they are referring to people na katulad ng hayop. And yeah, we need to... Kami kong kakilalang ganyan dati, guys. <laughs> May hugot, yeah. Even itong lesson na to, in our um, center, two parts din po ito talaga. So, pero <clears throat> concise lang po yung binibigay natin dito. Okay guys, bago magpatuloy sa Instaabi, may isa lang talaga akong legit question. And I'm not sure if I've asked before. Ano yeah. yan? Kasi di ba parang may sequence lagi, parang may betrayer, betraya, destruction, and then salvation. Di ba ganun? Mm-hmm. Paano kung walang... I... Oh, go ahead, Sam. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. You didn't even finish your question. What is it? No, kasi parang what if walang naganap na destruction... Or betray- betrayal or, or destru- destruction. Parang kasama ba talaga sa plan ni God yun lagi? I think that is the pattern that we see in the covenant, uh, the, the series of conversations covenant. we had about the covenants, remember? Like God, this is how it works in my head, right? If we take it back to the time of Adam, when God was dwelling with the people yeah. and the world that is promised at the end of the book of Revelation is that world. That was what they had already at that time, right? But, But then Adam was deceived. Yeah, so uh-huh. they betrayed. So there's the betrayal. And so I think, but when they do that, I think when people do that, God constantly calls us to repent. He makes known like, hey, you guys are off track now. Uh, you need to come back. I mm-hmm. want to dwell with you. but What we see in the Bible is they are very stubborn. They do not listen, which is why God now has to destroy that, that, uh-uh. you know, that group and then start over, which in the first one was Noah in Stabi, right? Like people had to get in the ark, right? Mm. And so I think it's a series of those that we see. I think is what, um, like how it comes together in my head. Oh nga, parang I'm just like wondering what if wala. Edi dapat ano? Edi And dapat... you're not the first person to ask that. Absolutely, yeah. There's oh. a church doctor and an early church uh, church father. His name is Irenaeus of Lyons, one of my favorite. He he proposed a theory called recapitulation. 
It, it's it's a theory na even if he... Actually, hindi naman si Adam talaga yung unang masama eh. Yung devil eh. So, even if walang fall, one at one point, babalik ito draw back ni God lahat. You recapitulate. God will draw everything back. That's a theory ah. That's a theory that is uh, prescribed. By a theologian. By a theologian. So, uh, it's second century. 200 AD to nagawa. So, Recapitulate. Recapitulation. Oh, so, because wow. God is creator and in His infinite love wants to unite all His the all of His creation. And isn't that the promise in the end, anyway, Brother Jay? Yeah, yeah. It, it, yun lang. You're just answering the the even if hindi nagkafall. That's a potential theory. Bik yun yun lang. Just yeah. just answering Tita Tina. Okay. Speaking of fall, wait lang. Na fall yung lashes ko. <laughs> Twelve hours will be begin It's been a long day, you know. <laughs> Thank okay. you for answering. Okay lang okay. yan Tina. Okay lang yung ano magnasig eh. Never mind. But oh, ay, no. Maganda yung Give joke. Give it away and, a while. Maganda yung joke pero in my head nung sa sabi ko na. Hindi oh, li- yung delivery in stab hindi niya matatawid. Oh. Papapahiya lang ako sa inyo guys. Sige na, try mo na. Hindi, okay lang. Babawi ako naman. For all ears. Hindi, if it's bad, Game, if it's bad, right. I'll just edit it out. Yeah. What is it? Hindi, <laughs> parang na-joke ko na kasi kaya parang umatras ako eh. Dali na, dahil yung disclaimer. Magpa-fall yung mga ganong joke. Hindi, kaya nga eh. Ang sama ng joke ko sana. Yung joke ko, okay lang yung walang tulog. Kaysa walang, kaysa walang gising. Sabi ko, tapos nung sabi ko na, kaya malayo, hindi connect yun ha. So, kaya inatras ko na lang. Okay. Uh, oo nga. Sana uh. di na lang pala. Okay. <laughs> This will end up in the blooper reel. Yeah. Oh, teka lang guys. Ito na yung pinaka-cute na beast to. Oh. Hello, Juritos. Thank you so much for having a beast appear on our episode about the beast, Tina. <laughs> That's a nice beast touch. Ever. Cutest yeah. beast. Thank you, baby. That's the a nice touch. One. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, beast head, horn, tail. Thoughts. Thoughts, guys. Wow. Gusto ko mag-comment dun sa tanong ni Tina kaso parang nag-zone out ako dun sa joke ni j Paul nakalimutan ko yung tanong. <laughs> Sorry. Ano nga ulit yung tanong? Umatras! Teka muna. What if walang fall? Pamamaya ako mag-zone out hindi naman super lalim at mahaba yan. And we're gonna go back to 6,000 years. <laughs> joke lang, Brother Burns. Joke lang. Yeah. Yung question ko earlier was, what if wala nang betrayal or destruction na nangyari? Ano kayang sequence? Yeah. Parang ganito yung Tina eh. No? Uh, minsan nanood ako ng K-drama. Sabi ko, pwede namang natapos na to ng episode 80. Eh. Bakit Pero... biglang nagkaroon parang napakadami? Pero nung natapos ko na yung full 16 episodes, <laughs> siguro kung hindi natapos, kung kawalay episode 9 to, 9 to 15, hindi ko nakita ganong kalalim yung pagmamahal ng bida doon sa kanyang beloved. No, siguro, there's an oh. ancient uh, hymn in the church called Sample. Oh Happy Fall. Kabisado yun ano, hindi ko rin alam yung lyrics. Basta alam ko lang yung title niya and doon yung content niya. No, oh Happy Fall. No, sa search ko, tignan natin mamaya kung makita ko. Uh, the song is about praise, quote-unquote praising, ironically praising Adam and Eve for the fall Because if not because of that mistake, we would not have witnessed the deep love that the Savior has for us. 
So parang ganun lang sa K-drama, di ba? Bisita-bisita ako noon, no? Pwede na matapos yan eh. Bakit biglang meron pang nabaril? May na-hospital pa. Tapos sa dulo, ah, yung pala yun. So the wisdom of God is, sabi nga sa Isaiah, di ba? My ways are higher. Tama ba? Insta-abi Isaiah, no? My ways are higher than your ways, no? And my plans, and then Jeremiah 29.11 is, is reminding us, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a life in the future. So, siguro yung what if na yun, magandang i-theologize or pag-isipan. Pero maganda rin sa salamatan. Theologian! Tinarayan! <laughs> Oo, oh, theologian na si Tina. Those <laughs> questions are theological. Guys, kasi, parang ano lang naman yung akin. Parang, you know, having been with, having been with you guys doing this podcast, parang lagi ko narinig yung, okay, betrayal, destruction, parang nasasaktan ako for him. Na parang kailangan lagi may magbe-betray. Para lang patunayan niya sa atin na mahal na mahal na tayo. Diba? Hmm. Yun yeah. lang naman. Ano yan eh, uh, nagkakaroon ka na ng yung heart mo nagbabago na. Nagkaka-sense of sin. Nagkaka-sense of, you're, you're, you're starting to have God's heart. Max. Metanoia na yan, metanoia. Uh, because you oh, yeah. are you are made for him eh. Imago dei ke. So your your heart is really designed to be to have the heart of God. Oh. Amen. And I think it's a natural effect of studying the Bible because yep. you now learn like what has been the history, what has God been trying to do, what has been God trying to tell us. And yeah, you you look back at It's just been, I don't know, a world of hurt for God, right? I think is what you're saying, yeah. Tina, right? Uh-oh. Like, and it's so sad. Like, it didn't have to be that way. Yeah. And yeah, it's a good realization. I think it's like maturing in yeah. the faith. Na, Oy. Who made this analogy? No, someone made this analogy. I don't remember, but it's kind of like when you're a kid, all you care about is what I want from my parents. Please give me this. I want this and I want Uh-oh. that. And then when you grow up, you start thinking about what you can do for your parents, right? Mm. Like you can relate to that. Like you care about uh-huh. your family so much. You're, you're always worried about your mom and you're always there trying to help her and all that. And I think it's the same in the faith. Mm. You start wondering like, oh my gosh, this is my mom's story. <gasps> She's mm. had a lot of heartbreak too. And, mm. and also your realization, na, oh my gosh, tao pala yung parents ko. <laughs> Alam mo yun? <laughs> like, did you have that moment? <gasps> Tao pala sila. What? Hindi sila ATM. Ay, char. Ganun. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, narinig mo yun, Kobe? Nababature na daw ako. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think the equivalent of that is like, okay, what is the will of God and how do I act according to it? So, these are good questions to ask, I think. Tina. Yeah. May naalala kasi ako dun sa question. Uy, tina yan. Um, hindi. Si Josea, alam mo ba yung pinag... Ah, paano ko ba sasabihin? Gomer? Yes. God. Ang, si, ang Diyos, he asked, he asked them, he asked Josea to marry Gomer. To have Gomer oh. as his wife. And si Gomer ay isang prostitute. Right. At kapag oh. nagkasala si Gomer, sasabihin ng Diyos kay Josea, puntahan mo siya. Tanggapin mo siya at mahalin mo siya. Oo. Totoo. Bakit? Uy, anong chapter Diyos, yan? Ganun ang Diyos sa chosen people. Kahit nagkakasala sila, actually yung Diyos, it's like a husband trying to forgive and to love over and over again dito sa chosen people na katulad ng isang wife. Oo. Yun yung gustong ipaalam ng Diyos. Bakit 
niya pinaasawa kay Josea si Gomer na isang prostitute. So, wow, buong chapter intense. ba yan? Buong chapter na Josea yung babasahin ko? <laughs> Aling chapter? Aling chapter? Or... Ay, I mean, buong book pala. Pwede. Pero sa beginning pa lang, makikita na natin yung story na yun. Mm-mm. Ang ganda lang. Wow. Yeah. Ganda talaga nung analogy na ganun. Grabe yung so, ano yan, yung Josea. One of my favorite mahaba stories. Mahaba ba yun? Teka nga, kunin ko nga yung Bible ko. Quick comment dun sa sinabi ni Abby. I think it's beautiful to see it that way. That God, quote-unquote, pursues us as a man would someone he's interested in romantically. Kasi ita nyo ha, the first part ng Bible, diba there's Adam and Eve. No, they were husband and wife. And then sa, that's the beginning sa Genesis. In the book of Revelation, you would see that the ending there is the wedding feast of the Lamb. No, so the whole of the Bible is about marriage. Mary, I mean uh, the union of God and man. And in this particular union, tayo yung laging bumibitaw, pero lagi tayong hinahabol ni, ni Lord. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting emotional, you guys. Oh. Alam mo si Viv, ano eh, papunta na ng US dapat, hinabol ko, dito ka lang, sabi ko. Sabi ko, oh! <laughs> Tapos binigay mo ng flowers, tapos nagka-allergies ka. <laughs> like you are right now. <laughs> But like, I mean, you know, if we take it back to like bee's head, horn tail, any, anything, anything you guys want to add? Are we, yeah, go ahead, Burns. Let's take it I just to, want, yeah. Yeah, I just want to share how I understood that as a Protestant before, no? So, before, naintindihan ko siya, baka na-encounter mo rin ito insta-abi nung nasa Born Again Church ka pa. Verify mo na lang later, no? For many circles, hindi lahat ha, hindi lahat ng Born Again Christians ganito yung understanding. Sa amin dati, yung beast, that's the Catholic Church. Mm. Meron din nga akong naririnig before yung prostitute nga daw in Revelation is the Catholic uh, Church. Diba? Narinig ko po yun. Yeah. 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 Tapos, yung Antichrist, the Pope, no? So, yun yung pagkakaintindi ko. In fact, yung at one point, sinabi din sa amin yung beast because the number of the beast is 666, di ba? And then, mm-hmm. we were told na yung 666, that symbolizes the Pope. Because supposedly daw, mayroong title lang Pope na kapag katinotal mo yung pangalan niya is magiging 666. Ang sabi, yung title daw na Vicarious Philidei. In English, the Vicar of the Son of God. Okay, the problem with that though, okay, for the knowledge of our Doritos, Yung Vicarious Philly Day, it was never used as an official title of the Pope. It was even not used as an informal title of the Pope from the beginning of church history. So saan ang galing yun? No? Na-realize ko, na-discover ko after studies na these are anti-Catholic uh, polemics that developed way, way after the Reformation. So nagdalungkot ako na parang I preach those guys. Alam niyo yun, kakausapin ko yung mga kamag-anak ko, guys, huwag na kayong pumunta sa simbahang katolika. No? Puro ano yan, puro tradisyon ng tao yan, mali-mali tinuturo dyan. Yung Santo Papa yan, yung prophesied Antichrist. Tignan nyo, Vicarious Philly Day. No? Tapos, right. alam niyo yun na I said a lot of those things without even verifying. Hindi <laughs> ko man lang tinignan ko ano yung sagot ng simbahang katolika. No? So parang for me, yun yung experience ko. With, uh, with with this particular segment of our Bible study na I, I saw it in that way. I accepted it that way without even, you know, doing my homework. And when I realized I was wrong, gosh, <laughs> it was so difficult to accept that. But we have mm-hmm. to, you know, in the spirit of humility and honesty, we have to accept that. So that's how I understood it. 
before as a protest? I don't know, J. Paul, uh, you've always been a Catholic. Paano ba, how did you, or before I go to J. Paul, di ba Insta Abby, when you were uh, born again before, when you were not yet in Shinchunji, did you also hear those? Yes. Totoo. Yung sinabi mo, ganun din yung understanding talaga namin before. Yes. Kaya, I feel bad nang maintindihan ko yung meaning nun na sabi ko, ah, napaka-judgmental ko before namin. Mm. Pero dahil yun yung nai-input din sa amin. Yes, oo. Ng leaders. Pero hindi naman eh. So, kailangan natin maintindihan according dun sa scripture talaga kung anong ibig sabihin nun. Right. right. Parang ano, if you have like a certain narrative in mind already, like you can find anything to fit that narrative. Yung sinasabi ko kanina, di ba? When I mentioned that narrative, you have to be careful of the narrative you put in your head because you can, it's a paradigm eh. You mm-hmm. try to fit in everything in your narrative. Right, Kaya it's so hard right. to get out of that. It takes a lot of hacking away of pride. Kasi parang ilang taon ko na pinag-aralan, ganito yung narrative ko dyan eh. Mas mali pala. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was hoping to hear from my mom but she's probably sleeping. Meron siya lagi expression eh tungkol sa buntot. Kaya nung sinabi ni Insta-Abby yung buntot, naalala ko si Ma. Na, ano ba yun? Basta, yung sa ulo mo, parang, I think, karag-karag ba yung buntot mo? Pag mainit yung ulo niya sa akin, guys. Oh, it's not a good thing. Oh, it's not a good thing. Tama ba yung verse? Yung karag-karag ba yan? Yung ulo oh, mo, oh. karag-karag yung buntot mo. Ganun, yeah, kung sinabi din yung nanay ko yun sa akin, hindi ko lang oh, sabi yung diba? karag-karag, mabagal, ganun. Hindi, parang hila-hila, no? Insta-abie. Hila-hila, karag-karag, karag-karag. Oh, kasi nga, sabi ni Insta Abby, the head is connected. Ah, ang tail connected sa head. Sunod-sunod sa, sa, head. sa body. Oh, or uh, susunod sa head. Again, if you guys are tuning into the Road to Revelation series for the first time, this is our attempt at discerning the book of Revelation. And we always appreciate you guys being here. Um... What's going on with you guys? I know that Burns, you have you have a series of stuff coming up. Yeah, why don't you tell us about that? Well, uh, for unboxing Catholicism, tuloy-tuloy pa din. No? Last, in my last episode, in one of the last episodes, I just, you know, uh, spent two hours just receiving messages of people, quote-unquote calls no, or texts, trying to answer their questions about the Catholic faith. So, minsan may mga open forum. If you guys have questions, why do Catholics do this? Just go to Unboxing Catholicism and then we will try to unbox that. And then this January, we will launch the Unboxing Catholicism University. It's like a platform. It's like the way I describe it for you to visualize, it's a Netflix of Catholic videos that will help you learn how to defend the faith clearly without being preachy. So apologetics. Siya. And then I want to ask our Doritos to pray for me because there is this project that the Philippine Church is doing with Shalom World TV. So Shalom World is an international Catholic TV station like EWTN. And they are launching a series in 2022 featuring different uh, Catholic speakers from all over the world. And then I don't know how it happened. No, uh, I just got a message from the Catholic Bishops Conference Social Communications Commission. And then I was recommended by someone from the Episcopal Commission on the Youth to represent the Philippines in one wow. of the episodes there. Ooh. So product be... of the Narrow Door podcast. Thank you. You're welcome, world. Okay. You're welcome, Shalom World, rather. <laughs> yeah, so Shalom World, 
In fact, grabe yung coincidence nito, guys. Kasi when I remember, di ba, in 2022, I also told you that Unboxing Catholicism TV, the TV channel where yeah. we guys are, will be in, is going to be launched. Nadali lang because uh, nagka-COVID yung station engineer and stuff like those dun sa Kalibo oh Cable Network. Yeah, mga ganon. So sabi ko, sige lang in God's time. And then, ito guys, no, legit ito. I was trying to figure out the future direction of unboxing. Tapos nag-geek out kami niya ni Kuya J. Paul over breakfast. And then one night, I was reading about media in the church, how to do it. And then I came across the story of Shalom World's founder. Yung founder ng Shalom World, convert din siya, if I'm not mistaken, to Catholicism. Sa India siya. And then, you know, like start siya ng publication. And then I was reading the story and I was like, wow, I want to do something what, like what Shalom World is doing. That was like, I think, three months ago. And then here comes November. I'll receive, I received a call telling me, hey, you're going to work with Shalom World. I was like, oh, wow. how did that happen? Parang alam yun, yung coincidence is just too much. So please help me pray. 2022 will be a lot of new beginnings for me. I would go more full-time entrepreneurship to, to pursue unboxing my businesses and to serve more in the church. No, So you guys... I just need your prayers and support. <laughs> Thanks for, for being there, guys. Oh my gosh. Oh, That's Burns. What about you, Brother Jay? Well, I pray that by tomorrow, wala ni allergies ko. That is my, my firm belief. Ah, so anyway, I'm nerding out lately because lalab, you'll launch yung James Webb Telescope ng NASA. It's going to replace the Hubble Telescope. Okay. Geek and, out alert! <laughs> and and now, sobrang lakas ng camera nito, it can now see dark matter and dark energy. What holds <laughs> the universe and the birth of the universe. Wow! So, maraintindihan mo yung lahat ng nangyayari. So, I mean, it's not yet, it's a, it's a theory, pero excited ka kasi the more you know about God's creation, the more you know about Him, the more you know about yourself. So, I'm really excited about that. And of course, always a lot of things happening. So holy sheep and the feast. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just really nerdy. <laughs> May gusto Side note, itanong, thanks eh. to the feast for <laughs> the feast con and thanks to Kuya J. Paul for helping us in the Jesus Center Life Conference, guys. Woo-hoo! Yes, yes. We help each other out on this podcast. Insta Abby, your revelation series is still very much ongoing, right? Yes, on YouTube in on YouTube and Facebook page New Heaven New Earth PH. Mm-hmm. And again, if you guys want to check out what everyone else is up to, there are links down below on the YouTube, and you can email us the narrow podcast at gmail.com. And with that, we bid you goodbye and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye bye bye. bye. bye.